views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. It is so great to be connecting with all of you out there. I cannot even tell you guys how excited I am to uh, get all of the emails that you guys send. Uh, I want to just say, here, here's what I love. If you want to get a hold of us directly or you want to get a hold of me or I've said something on the show and you don't want to go through the website, just send me an email at info, I-N-F as in Frank, O, at the drpatshow.com. Uh, tell me, you know, like who you are. Uh, like I'm a listener. I listen to the show and I got a question or a comment. And boy, I love getting those. And, you know, part of what we have set in motion, the new technology, the new websites, the channels, it came from all of you guys. It really did. We listened over 13 years we have listened to what you said you want more of, how you wanted it, and what you wanted us to change. And that's what we're going to do. You're going to hear about our crowdfunding campaign here in the next couple of weeks. We would love for you to spread the word and, and support that. Uh, and this is a time for extensive energy. And that's why TJ Woodward is here with us today. You know, when you sit down and you decide you are going to write a book, called conscious being awakening to your true nature see when you decide oh i think i'm going to write that book and then and then you decide well i think i'm going to host awakened living tv and awakened living radio today then what you get to experience is what the universe what spirit does to respond and you may find yourself as a spiritual author, as TJ is, uh, an awakening coach, an inspirational speaker, an addiction counselor, helps people change the way they experience life, you may find yourself on a journey that you could not have predicted for yourself, but you know you're on it. So today, what I love is being able to talk with him about what does this mean? Awake within the dream. Awake within the dream. Now, that may seem like, what? What'd she say? Wait a minute. I'm in the dream. What does it mean to be awake within the dream? Or does he mean awaken? Or does he mean come out of the dream? I don't know. That's why TJ Woodward is here today. TJ, it's great to have you. What a great topic. Boom. Thank you, Pat. It's always great to be with you. I can't believe this is already our fourth of six. I just love being in oh. conversation with you, and I'm looking forward to more of that today. 
Well, I got to ask you, it's interesting. So awake within the dream. So what I did is I looked at this and, it, and I know you and I have talked about this. We got some great stuff we're going to talk about today. But I thought about this and I said, well, wait a minute. Does he really mean awake within the dream or does he want me to awake or does at what, what? And so all of a sudden now I'm like, hmm, this is going to be fun. Can we, can we be awake within our dreams? Well, the short answer is yes, and I, I, that's the intention. You know, Pat, when we when we start talking about illusion and dream, I know sometimes it can be a little difficult for people because it may not feel like it's really grounded in everyday living. My intention for my work and my intention for my book, Conscious Being, is to bring some of these uh, conversations that may seem really esoteric, some of these mystical concepts that may sound really lofty when we talk about them, but I like to bring them into a very, very real-world uh, experience and very real world conversation. So when we talk about the dream, what I'm referring to, I'll share my, my own experience. And this is, I think it's, it's very powerful because it's something that is not a concept. It's what happened for me. I woke up one day, here, we're already in a metaphor, right? But I woke up one morning and I, I had been doing a lot of dream analysis. And, and, you know, like in Jungian dream analysis, we recognize that we're every character in the dream and that Everything is what we call it, and it's what it represents to us. It doesn't matter what it, what's actually happening. What matters is our perception of that and how that informs how we experience the dream, right? Well, I woke up one day and thought, wow, I think our waking life may be, may be as much of a dream as our sleeping life, and that every character in what we call reality is actually a reflection of what my own um, what my own perception is creating what I call reality. So there's a lot of conversation in spiritual uh, teaching that says, wake up from the dream, where this is a dream, it's an illusion, wake up from it. And I am just coming from it a little bit different, from a little bit different perspective, and that is the dream is happening, here we are, we, we call this reality, things are happening in the world, we may or may not be comfortable with everything we see in the world when we recognize that we can wake up within that. We don't need to change the dream. I don't need to go about trying to change other people or manipulate outer uh, experiences or outer situations in order to have peace and connection and, and groundedness. I can actually wake up right now within this dream and be absolutely open, receptive, peaceful, and connected without anything in the outer realm needing to change at all. I hope that at least gets our conversation started, Pat. Yeah, and you know, this is really kind of interesting. I was chatting with someone um, last week who said, it made a comment like this, and I would love for you to talk about it, um, made a comment to say, hey, look, uh, I don't dream anymore. I mean, I go mm. to sleep at night, yeah, and there are dreams. But when it comes to dreaming and dreaming about our lives, you know, I've given up dreaming because I'm tired of being disappointed. And I thought, I don't think this person is alone in the world. I don't think this person is alone. I think that we've gone through a period where we have to reactivate the dream in 2016. You know, we have to reactivate it in a way that's going to enable us to take action. So let's talk about this. Um, we have illusions that creep into our consciousness. The very word illusion gives me a little creepy feeling if I do say <laughs> TJ. Uh, I have a little creepy feeling with that. And, you know, because I don't think that we like to be duped, right? An right. illusion is a kind of like a little duping thing. 
Exactly. You know, Einstein, you know, I, I love referring to him because it's hard to dispute Einstein, right? Most of us think, okay, there's a brilliant mind. There's a brilliant person that came to, to teach a lot of things. I just didn't realize that he came to teach some really profound spiritual truths. And he said, reality is an illusion, albeit a persistent one. And that really uh, is, it shifted me when I really got what he was saying. You know, we think we're looking at something that's solid. You know, let's take an example of, you know, a, a table. We might say there's a table, but what we recognize is it's actually not as solid as we once believed, right? And science is beginning to prove that what we actually see isn't necessarily what we actually see. So the premise there spiritually is that we're imprinting what we call reality onto the world. And most of us think it's happening in the other direction. And when you talk about uh, people who have become disillusioned with the dream, which I think it's interesting to look at that, we let go of the illusion of the dream, uh, there's something really powerful that happens in a moment when we recognize that nothing in the outer realm needs to change in order for me to be at peace. It really changes the paradigm dramatically, because... A lot of times when we talk about dreams, we can talk about, I'm going to dream to do this, I'm going to dream to become that, I'm going to dream to create my perfect job, but most of the time we're referring to something in the outer realm. When we say, I'm going to be awake right now with whatever's happening in my life, that's a very different paradigm. And then from there we can move into um, accepting and saying yes to our greatest and highest good without this clinging to when I get there, I will be okay. So it's really a different framework, I think, than a lot of us are used to. Yeah. And, you know, let's talk about that. I was reading a book about hardwiring the brain and really looking at, you know, what does that actually mean? You know, and, and some of the research on how hardwiring the brain goes back to Herbert Benson. I mean, he, he wrote one of the most incredible landmark books on the, you know, on the conversation about, you know, how do we do that? And this goes back, you know, decades and decades and decades ago. But, you know, we have an opportunity to really look at what we look at and how we look at it. You know, we have an opportunity, TJ, to think to ourselves, wait a minute, what's my point of view about that? You know, what is my perspective? And can perspective lead us on the pathway to possibilities or not? And and when we come back from break, I would love for you to talk about that because if I have a if I have a perspective about this upcoming year being a year of gloom and doom, uh, what will show up perhaps for me? And Absolutely. how much power does perspective have? TJ is going to take that away when we come back from break. We're going to take a short break, everybody. When we come back, get ready to fasten your seatbelts. Those of you out there, if you've got a question for TJ, 1-800-930-2819. Hey, how powerful is perspective? And is it a blessing or a curse? Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
What does it mean to be healthy? For each of us, it means something a little different. Discover the art of herbal medicine, a natural way to help our bodies respond better to the modern day stress and toxicity of our everyday lives. Using organic herbs from around the world, the skilled herbalists at Urban Wellness in Kirkland can help you choose the herbs that are right for your body. Find your herbal solutions for common health issues at urbanwellness.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-N wellness.com. Put a little in your life with Keys. Keys Clear Protein Waters have 22 grams of smile-making, attitude-adjusting protein in every bottle. Did I mention it's tongue-tingling taste? Not just another guilty pleasure. With Keys, you'll enjoy every low-sugar sip and freedom from gluten, lactose, and GMOs. Who needs the fountain of youth when you can find Keys on Amazon or at Keys, K-E-E-S, please.com. Put a little in your attitude with Keys Protein Water. Are you ready for a radical shift in your way of being? Are you seeking a more deeply connected and fulfilling life? Awakened Living Radio is a show dedicated to helping you embrace a life filled with profound peace, connection, and happiness. TJ Woodward is passionate about helping you find your clarity, balance, and purpose. Join co-host TJ Woodward and Dr. Pat Basili on the first Monday of every month at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for Awakened Living Radio on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Are you ready for a game changer? Sarah Westall is bringing you Business Game Changers Radio. Sarah brings you leading experts, visionaries, and newsmakers who provide the best commentary on big issues and cutting-edge innovations. Sarah's 20 years as a business executive will help you think like an entrepreneur with expertise, energy, and attitude. Tune in to Business Game Changers Mondays at noon Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Almost everyone at some time in their lives ask themselves, what am I? Most of our questions are ego-generated and simply don't address the problem of our false self. It's time to relax your ego and embody your soul. Dr. Dan Cohen, neurologist, inventor, and author, has created tools to awaken a new way to transform from who you thought you were into what you truly are. Visit toolstoawaken.com today. Hey, everybody, welcome back. It's great to have you here. Uh, look, are you ready to, uh, yeah, awake within the dream? Are you ready? Are you ready to do that? Are you ready to be that? What does that mean? Today's show is all about it. TJ Woodward's joining us here today. We're going to talk about the power of perspective. Like, uh, how powerful is that exactly? But, TJ, before we do, can you go ahead and let folks know the best way to find out more about you? And earlier in the show, I mentioned your book, Conscious Being. Please tell folks how they can get a copy of that as well. 
Absolutely. Thank you, Pat. Uh, the website is tjwoodward.com. There you can find a link to the book, to our spiritual community in San Francisco, to my private coaching practice. I see clients individually in San Francisco and then around the world on Skype and FaceTime. So the best place for all of it is tjwoodward.com. Nice. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. The power of perspective. So let's start by defining what perspective is for folks. Yeah, I mean, perspective, simply put, is our point of view about the world. And for most of us, uh, well, I'll say this, for many of us, if not most of us, we were not really taught that our perspective affects reality. We are taught that reality affects our perspective, right? So we, we have a series of experiences and therefore come up with, you know, our conclusion about the world. Um, what we're inviting in this conversation about the power of perspective is really the, the simple question or two simple questions. One is, what would happen if I changed my point of view about this? Such a powerful question. And then the reason we do this is because the other way, this doesn't really seem to be working. At least it certainly wasn't in my life. So as we enter this conversation, the, the question, what would it be like if I changed my point of view might be a great starting point. Yeah. Okay. So here I am, I'm looking at the world, and what is the expression, is the glass half empty or is the glass half filled? What's really interesting about this conversation is our crowdfunding campaign to give back talk radio is really a case for positive messaging in the world, right? It's really a case for what is it about this kind of conversation and, and this kind of media which is so needed in the world. Somebody actually said to me uh, not too long ago, they asked me the question, they said, is, does anybody really care about positive messages? Now we have thousands and thousands and thousands of listeners and I would say, okay, that is a perspective or how, how should we say it? A point of view, right? It is a point right. of view. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think there's just, I love the question about the glass because I think that the half empty, half full is such a powerful place because, the, you know, of course, for many years, uh, my teaching was let's look at the glass as half full. We're going to look at the positive side of this and see what happens. And that's very right. powerful. Somewhere along the line, Pat, something that really shifted me, I read mm -hmm. somewhere that said the master knows that the glass is both half full and half, half exactly. empty, depending on our point of view. And that's really it. You know, the glass itself is actually quite neutral. It's how I view it. So when I'm calling it half empty, what happens in my life? When I'm calling it half full, what happens in my life? And to me, that's the demonstration. It's like, do I want to be happy? Do I want to be connected? Do I want to have a life filled with more love and connection? Many of us will say yes, of course. I would say most of us would say yes. But the next question is, what am I willing to shift in my own perspective in order for me to attain that or to demonstrate that? Maybe I would say that more than manifest. Well, you know, let's talk about this. Have you ever had a perspective or a point of view about something, you know, and let's just use this language if we could, a perspective about something positive and a perspective about something negative. And, you know, do they carry equal weight? Well, you know, I, the way I can say it, Pat, is I walked around not knowing that I had, was carrying around a bunch of perspectives. You know, I, yeah. I had made some fundamental decisions about myself and the world, and I wasn't aware of these decisions. I just thought the world was an unkind and unloving place. I just thought the world was unsafe because early in my journey, very, very early in my journey, I had made some core decisions about myself and the world that then 
influence absolutely everything that I experience. So, you know, of course, if I believe the world is brutal and hostile, I'm going to find evidence to support that. So I walked around having no idea that I was actually carrying these negative points of views about points of view about the world, and I was just continuing to be in relationships that were frustrating, continuing to be in jobs that were frustrating, continuing to think that something outside of me needed to shift in order for me to be okay. And one day, you know, part of it was gradual, but I had some sudden moments where I realized, wow, I have been walking around with this belief for so many years, and I've been getting the same results. Why don't I try something different? What would happen if I decided the world was kind and loving? Can I find evidence to support that? And when I opened up to that possibility, it seemed like life was beginning to reflect more and more of that back. I began to experience more love and connection. And just as you said, you know, we could say that there aren't people interested in this conversation, but there's plenty of evidence to support that we are waking up in a really beautiful way on this planet, and there are more and more of us that are interested in this conversation about how we shift our perspective and change our lives. Yeah, and this is really what's kind of exciting about it. Now, look, I mentioned also power of perspective, blessing or curse. And blessing or curse is another idea that has to do with awake within the dream, right? Absolutely. Uh, What's the relationship of blessing or curse to uh, perspective and illusion? Well, I think the, the the more consciousness or the more conscious awareness we have, the more we realize that all of our stories are self-created. So we can decide, for example, if an illness is a blessing or a curse. It doesn't mean that the illness itself brings with it a blessing or a curse, but if we decide that losing a loved one is going to be uh, something that we're going to use as our transformation, in other words, I can choose to close my heart off or open my heart up. My heart can get broken or it can be broken open into a more loving way of being. You know, death and illness are a part of this human experience so far on our planet. There may be a day when that's not true, but right now that's where we're at. And so when when someone in my life dies, I can choose to recognize that I'm going to feel that grief very deeply. I'm going to um, acknowledge the pain that it, that it, it, it brings me or that I experience as a result of that. Suffering is an option. Suffering is me holding on to either a belief that they shouldn't have died or a belief that maybe I should have said this before they they died or, you know, all those thoughts and those beliefs about not good enough, uh, not fair, shouldn't have happened to me. When we open up to the possibility that everything within it could be a blessing or curse simply based on the way we choose to view it, everything changes. Everything changes in a a really beautiful way, and we recognize that we're always choosing. We just maybe didn't know we were. Well, I mean, you know, one of the things that is so important to think about is, is how we create the lives we want. You know, I want to ask you this question. When I'm looking at consciousness and looking at you know, how I show up in the world, we're we're coming up on the holidays here, and we're coming up on a new year. Um, you know, there's so many things that happen in our lives at this point in time and year that we don't actually acknowledge, TJ, really. I mean, you know, we can move into this holiday season uh, in many, many ways from different perspectives. How do we get in touch with whether our point of view is closer to representing the reality of a situation or further away? And what I mean by that is, 
I love magicians. I really do. I don't know what they do. I don't know how they do it. Yeah, I know that they've got tricks and they are masters of illusion. That doesn't mean I don't like them because I know that. So our lives as well, you know, even if I know something is an illusion, there is an attraction and almost an addiction to the illusion. Do you see what I'm saying? But you know, is it real or is it Memorex? How important <laughs> is it to make the distinction? <laughs> well, you know, this is an interesting, you know, yeah. this, this, I love this conversation. Let me yeah. put it that way. Because on one level, we could say that there is something that's real and something that's an illusion. But we're talking about opening up to the possibility that all of it is on some level an illusion based on each of our individual perspectives. So, like, for example, if it's a rainy day and you say, I hate the rain and therefore I'm miserable because it's a rainy day, and I say rain is my favorite weather, nothing changed. The rain is the same, but what we call it actually affects how we experience it, and life is like that. We, many of us don't recognize we're doing that, though. We inherently believe there's something right or wrong about the rain, and yet what we know is what we call it is going to absolutely inform how we experience it. So, you know, rather than saying there's, a, there's a one true reality and then there's something that's an illusion, we might say, you know, what do I want this experience to mean to me? Am I willing to look at a different point of view and see what happens? Life is a great experiment, and things aren't as solid as we once believed, so we do have the ability to open up to different possibilities. Yeah, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about those possibilities today, because awake within the dream, what does that mean? What can we learn from that? When we come back, we'll be talking about that, and why do we see so often in the metaphysical world, in the spiritual world, why is there this conversation so often, I believe almost every bit of spiritual documentation and writings, this idea of death and rebirth, why does it keep coming up over and over and over again? What are we supposed to understand about that? Well, Let's find out from TJ when we come back. We're going to take a short break, everybody. Uh, if you want to find out more about us, go to the drpatshow.com, transformationtalkradio.com. If you want to find out more about our crowdfunding campaign and what we are planning to build for all of you, go to takebacktalkradio.com. Uh, when we come back, we'll be talking about this idea, this death and rebirth from a metaphysical point of view, but also from a real point of view. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. T.J. Woodward is in the house. We'll be right back. Tune in to Sheer Alchemy with Leslie Fontaine on TransformationTalkRadio.com and get ready to stir up your passions, identify your blocks, and shift into an entirely new existence. 
Leslie Fontaine is a transformation catalyst and clairvoyant who uses her intuitive and energetic gifts to catapult listeners into living the life they were born to live. Whether it's shifting from scarcity to abundance, from emotional pain into joy, or from illness into health, Leslie will help you step into the true essence and power of all that you are with the help of the Ascended Masters and Archangels. You will not be the same. Visit TransformationTalkRadio.com for show dates and times and LeslieFontaine.com to say yes to explosive abundance. Naturopathic doctor, founder of the Martha's Vineyard Holistic Retreat, and author of the New York Times bestseller, 21 Pounds in 21 Days, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce has helped tens of thousands of people, including celebrities and athletes, with her message of lifestyle change. Now, Dr. Ronnie DeLuce wants to help you. You, too, can be saved. Email Dr. Ronnie DeLuce at info at ronniedeleuceonradio.com and visit mvholisticretreat.com. Dr. Ronnie DeLuce, your partner in wellness. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R Patshow.com for listening times in your area. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? Hey, everybody. TJ Woodward is in the house. TJ, before we jump into uh, death and rebirth here, this is big. Um, Please let folks know how they can get a copy of your book, how they can find out more about you, how they can get a hold of you on Facebook, Twitter, and all of the above. Okay, Pat. Thank you. TJWoodward.com is the one-stop shop for everything. You'll see all of my work there, my TV show, radio show, counseling practice, and the book. Of course, you can get the book on Amazon as well, and it's titled Conscious Being, Awakening to Your True Nature. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, And you work with people one-on-one, too. What's the best way for people to find out more about that? Uh, TJWoodward.com. You can actually schedule appointments online. I meet with clients worldwide via Skype and FaceTime and also in person in San Francisco. And I really, I work with two I work with a, a wide array of people, but it seems like 
two primary groups of people come to see me. One is people who are coming out of an addiction. I have 25 years experience in the addiction field, the addiction recovery field, and people who are looking for, you know, positive life affirming way of working with addiction. So not seeing themselves as broken or as a disease, but seeing ourselves as whole and perfect and what we need to let go of in order to move past a life uh, really, you know, imprisoned by addiction and into a life of freedom. And also I work with people who have created on the external realm the life of their dreams. You know, they, they have the relationship, they have the job, and then they still have that question, either now what or is this all there is? So I work with people that are ready to take their life to the next level of opening up to more possibility, really infinite possibility in their lives and what they want to create. Yeah, I love, love, love this kind of mentoring because all of us need mentors. I know I do. I wouldn't be here today, you know, without guidance and help from people, not just the ascended masters and the people I can't necessarily see, but people that have their feet on the ground here too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Here, you ready for it? Death and rebirth. You know, it is one of, it is one of the most talked about concepts in the metaphysical world. And I think it's one of the least understood. So help me out here. Well, I think there's a couple different ways to talk about it. Um, In my book, I talk about death and rebirth right after this conversation of the power of perspective, because there are a couple of things that really shook me to my core and, and helped me to recognize that we're creating our lives from the inside out, not the outside in. Um, and that was in the, in the uh, you know, mid to late 80s and early 90s when so many people in this country were dying from AIDS. And I, I personally was losing friends during that time. I noticed that at that time, people were getting it when they got the diagnosis. At that time, of course, it was believed, and most, most of the time it was, um, a death sentence at that point. And so what I recognized is it seemed that people went one of two different directions with it. Either they um, became uh, bitter and, and closed off and said, why did this happen to me? It's not fair. Or they took it as, okay, now that I know I'm dying, you know, whether they were or not, there was a belief that they were what am I going to do with the remaining time? How can I um, have more love and more connection in my life? And it was really profound to me. It seemed like everyone I knew went to one extreme or the other. And what I recognized in that is that we have the power of choice. We have the power to call it something. At that time, there was no power over that disease. There was no one at that point that had any kind of cure or treatment for it. But what we did have and what people did have is the ability to work with what is, the ability to call it um, either a death sentence and therefore I'm going to close off or I'm going to, I'm recognizing that I'm going to die and now what am I going to do with my re- remaining years? Uh, it was Maya, I, I read an interview with Maya Angelou once, um, I believe it was in Oprah's magazine, and she said, when I really understood that I was going to die, not as a concept, but I really understood it, everything changed because I recognized that I wanted to make my life the most meaningful that I possibly could. I wanted more love. I wanted to be open-hearted. I wanted to connect and honor the people in my life that, that I loved and cared for. And in that same way, so that those are literal deaths, right? That, that is one way, recognizing our own mortality or losing someone in our lives. But what about the metaphorical death, Pat? Because you know, all of us have experienced uh, losing something and having that be an opportunity for us to let go of an old way of being, you know, some part 
part of us needing to die off uh, or metaphorically die yeah. off so that we can emerge into a new way of being and a new way of seeing the world. Yeah, you know, and let's give like a couple of examples of what that means to have something die off. You know, for example, uh, I was at a uh, discussion um, this morning where the topic was relationships. And sometimes, TJ, when we are in the middle of a relationship and the relationship ends and, you know, here we are, the relationship's ending, we're not quite sure why, it's hard to see how that breakup, how that loss is essential for our life to continue to grow and expand. You, you know, how do, we, uh, how do we look at events like this in life? Uh, that happened to us sometimes. How do we look at that? How can we keep, you know, one eye on the reality of the experience, but another eye on what's possible? Well, I think that's that's this this incredible choice that we're talking about. This power of choice. Um, you know, when a relationship ends, it's important, to, and this is where it becomes paradoxical for me because it's important for me to feel the grief of the loss of that relationship. It's important for me to feel those feelings and to honor them. And it's also important for us to let go of relationships that are no longer no longer serving us. So when a relationship ends, whether we are the ones that chose it or not, we have an opportunity to uh, call it what we want to call it, right? We can say, this is so horrible. I just lost the love of my life. Now, that may be true. We may feel that way. And it's always an opportunity Anytime, you know, as cliche as it sounds, you know, when, when there's a closed door, there's always an open window. And I think that framework really does help us to imagine a world where we can use whatever is showing up as a fuel for our own transformation. I can feel the pain of that. I can let go of that relationship. I can recognize that for whatever reason that, that part of my life needed to die off so that I can emerge into a new way of being. So what do I need to clear and let go of in that old relationship in order for me not to take that with me into the next portion of my life or into the next conscious choice about the way I want to create my life right now in this moment? I mean, it is really, you you know, for us, when we get back to the, the topic today, awake within the dream, right? Awake within the dream. What does that mean? What are we, what are we to observe? as we are awake within the dream, what is it that we are to look at and reflect upon from our point of view? You know what I'm trying to say is, I don't know about you, but um, I can really tend to be influenced by the outside world or people in the outside world. You know, others' opinions. Uh, I've talked about this numerous times. When I first started this in 2003, uh, it seemed like a great idea to people around me, but then, you know, because it started to be more than a hobby, everybody's opinion was really conflicted. And so how do we deal with stepping up and being who we are? And yet at the same time, what do we do with the opinions of the people around us? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's the big question, right? Can I find a way to stay centered enough in my own being where I'm not thrown around by the opinions of others? And I think that the greatest thing we can do for ourselves is have a spiritual practice where we can recognize our essential wholeness and our essential uh, perfection, and then opinions don't have the same weight, whether that's my own opinion about myself or the opinions that others are having about me, 
And quite frankly, Pat, I'll tell you, in my experience, I think someone has an opinion about me, and they may not be having that at all. I may be projecting yeah. that anyway. You know, and so the, as, as the old cliche goes, what you think of me is none of my business. And that yeah. might be the greatest spiritual practice of all. Yeah. I'm in, you know, this is a world that we live in, especially in this country, in, in this country where, you know, the opinions of others is, uh, you know, being portrayed more vocally. Now, clearly, you, you know, I was talking to a friend of mine in other countries, you don't have to vocalize what people think of you. You're pretty much in a caste system and it is well known uh, what your place is to be. But yet we have people right now all over the globe that if you looked at what their conditions are, you would think there's no way they could have, you know, they could have gone above their life's conditions. And, you know, that's what I want to talk with you about when we come back from break is, you know, where do we go with this? You know, if I am infused now with the importance of uh, the illusion of life or the power of a perspective, or how I see a blessing versus a curse, then what am I to do in the world, TJ, right? You know, what is, what is, how do I take whatever it is that I'm now more aware of and create a life that I truly want? We're going to take a short break and we come back. You know, how do we transform ourselves? And then as a result of that, help to transform the world. TJ Woodward joining me here today. We're going to take a short break, everybody. When we come back, we're going to talk about the next step. You know, what is the next step in realizing the lives that we want? We'll be right back. Are you ever consumed with the idea that something needs to change? You hear Oprah and other inspiring people talk about living your authentic life, and yet it's much easier said than done. Duda, the kick-ass muse, has crafted a world-renowned coaching platform that will help you get clarity on the issues you face, take bold risks, get back your confidence, and brave your fears. To learn more and work with Duda today, visit kickassmuse.com. How confident do you feel about your retirement? It's never too early or too late to start thinking about your retirement. Ask Ameriprise Financial Advisor Jeff Packman about the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach. You and Jeff can break down retirement planning step-by-step step to get to the real answers you need. In fact, 93% of clients who have had the Confident Retirement Approach conversation feel more confident about their retirement. Call Jeff Packman Financial Advisor at 425-453-0272. Office is located at 601 108th Avenue Northeast, Suite 1800 in Bellevue, Washington 98004. Percentage based on Ameriprise Financial Confident Retirement Client Survey as of December 2013. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. Ameriprise Financial Services Incorporated, member of FINRA and SIPC. 
Get ready to experience Truth Talk Radio with host Deb Acker. Tune in to Truth Talk Radio each Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com to illuminate the truth in your daily life as you experience life, love, and abundance from a whole new perspective. This hit show will leave you feeling lighter and bring you into a place of infinite possibilities every day in every way. Visit TruthTalkRadioShow.com for upcoming transformative topics and guests. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Oh, man, do I love Stevie Nicks. There's just no question about it. And, you know, I'll tell you what, that is a, that is a lady that's awake within the dream. Is so awake within the dream. So much so that when you, and if you ever have the experience of kind of hanging out with Stevie Nicks, what you're going to find is, boy, is Stevie Nicks from another planet? I think so. Let's let's talk to TJ Woodward about what does it mean awake within the dream? What does that mean? And what do we do with that, TJ? Thank you again for today. You know, so often there's this confusion between, wait a minute, I don't really want to do anything. I'm just here being spiritual. Uh, And we have the idea that there's not a next step. You know, it's interesting about the book, The Power Now. So many people read into that to say, you know, the power of now or be here now uh, is to be here now, but don't do nothing. Don't do not do nothing, right? And so I want to ask you, what is the next stage of this for people? You know, uh, within the dream, where, where do I go with that in the real world? Yeah, thank you. And I wanted to yeah. briefly say that, you know, that that's where I got the title of my book. My book is called Conscious Being, and it was from an Eckhart Tolle quote, and it simply he said, conscious being leads to conscious doing so it's not that like i don't i don't think he's saying we're only here to be we're also here to do but many of us have it backwards now this is me talking not him i had it backwards in my life i thought it was all about doing without a lot of beingness so for me yes it is about the power of now it is about the present moment is it is about present moment awareness but because we have the commitment to do that we can act in the world in a profoundly more effective and an easier way, you know, and, and you and I also were talking during the break about fun, you know, life can be really fun when we are awake within the dream, because then we recognize that, like, I don't have to be sad because it's raining or happy when it's sunny. I get to actually choose that from the inside out, therefore not a victim of life circumstances. And that's a, that's a life filled with a lot of joy and fun. So, so it's an important concept for me. Thank you, Pat. Well, Okay. Here I am now in the world, and, 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 and this is really where we forget of what it takes for us to count on that voice within. Somebody say that, call it the small, still voice within. I don't know about you, but I don't really think I got a small, still voice within. <laughs> exactly. I, I think I got the 12th man 
is what I've got within. That's what I'm thinking, right, Benny? I think I got the 12th man. Well, now it's the 12th uh, woman and man, both of them together. I got the whole 12th whatever. So tell us about this because it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not getting information 24-7. We are. How can we pay better attention? Well, thank you. And, and I think the, the, the point of this entire conversation, and I so appreciate you bringing it back to like, you didn't say this exactly, but what does this mean and how do we actually live this and does it make a difference in the world? But ultimately, we, we have a lot of these conversations about awakening and about spiritual um, enlightenment. And then my question is, and what does that mean? And, you know, people uh, have come to me and said that it sounds like you're talking about navel-gazing. You know, in other words, this is only about me and my own awakening rather mm-hmm. than doing good in the world. And, and what I'm going to say about that is, you know, one of my favorite quotes of all time is from Lao Tzu, and he says that the most, um, this is a paraphrase, but the most important we can, the work we can do is that of our own transformation, because if we want to end suffering in the world, we need to eliminate all this darkened suffering from within ourselves. Because if I'm walking around I'm asleep within the dream, and I believe that I need to save the world, that, you know, is continuing to perpetuate that that notion of something broken here. When I'm willing to be awake within the dream, then I recognize that the usefulness I have to offer the world is that of my own awakening. And, and, and that then is a shift in consciousness, which is so much more powerful than a shift in something in the material world, because it's consciousness, and as consciousness expands and grows, that's where we get permanent changes in the world. It is indeed the only way we've had permanent shifts on our planet. So each of us is called to do that right now, you know, and, and I say this a lot, but I think it's important because, you know, uh, great masters of 2,000, 2,500 years ago came to say that this is something that each of us can do. And what I feel like is happening now is that more and more of us are actually getting that message and saying yes to that calling to live our most awakened life. And from there, we can actually be of maximum service to others, because ultimately that's what this is about, right? It's about me being able to serve others on on this planet, and that's for each of us to serve others on the planet in their own awakening process. And being a presence for that is something that's so much more powerful than trying to fix something in the outer realm. So I'm just so grateful that, that we're having this conversation, Pat, about what all this means and how we actually take it into the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we're coming up on what some people call, um, and for some this is true, one of the busiest times of the year in this country uh, for a lot of reasons, but generally, you know, moving into this this new year, finishing projects that are on our plates that we need to get done and so forth and so on and, and you know, get getting ready for a brand new year. And yet at the same time, you know, we don't take enough time to breathe. How important is it for us to step back when all is said and done? How important is it for us to step back? I think it's incredibly important because if we're walking around being human doings instead of human beings, we're going to continue to get the same results in our lives. And unfortunately, so many of us have been taught that the more we do, the more we're going to be okay. But in, in reality, this time of year, these next few weeks, as we move in you know, through the holidays and into the end of the year, such an opportunity for us to make a commitment to ourselves to take time in the silence, to pause, to really 
recognize the truth of our essential nature, to honor those people we love. You know, the holidays, in theory, are a time for us to experience more joy, more love, but many of us are so busy running around doing that we forget that this is about that, that way of being. Uh, so my invitation for each of us as we, you know, finish out this year and move into a new year is to pause and to look within and ask ourselves, you know, what do I want to, A, let go of? You know, we talked about death and rebirth. What needs to die within me so that I can be born into a new way of being? What ideas, what concepts, what beliefs, what opinions am I willing to let go of so something greater can emerge? These are the questions that I invite myself and I invite each of us to look at as we move into the, deeply into the holiday season and then into the new year. Well, it's really a, a clear shift in energy for a lot of people. TJ, thank you for a, a great, uh, great show today. And uh, thank you so much for a powerful, powerful message. Um, I want to ask you again, please let folks know how they can get a hold of you directly and also how they can uh, get a copy of your book. And then uh, your personal message, what would you like to leave us with today? Okay, thanks, Pat. Uh, TJWoodward.com, you can find out about my counseling practices. You can also find out about my book, Conscious Being. Of course, Conscious Being can also be purchased on Amazon.com. What I want to leave uh, all of our listeners with today is really a question. It's really a concept. You know, we hear a lot about our carbon footprint. We're asked to monitor our carbon footprint. I'm asking each of us to also reflect on what our spiritual footprint is in the world. And, of course, we would intend for that to be opposite. So we want a larger spiritual footprint. We want to... Um, do any inner work that we need in order to be clearer and more awakened so that we can leave this spiritual footprint in consciousness on the world and in, in, in the light of so much violence happening in the world, we do have a choice how we respond and what happens when we respond as love. And I'll close, <clears throat> close with a roomy quote, and that is, out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. Thank you so much, Pat. Oh, T.J. Woodward, everybody. I want to thank all of you for tuning us in and turning us on and to always remember that, you know, this is a world that we get to do amazing things in. We get to be of service for others in this place, but we also get to love ourselves, and that's what today was about. So, you know, awake within the dream is also to be awake within that place where you can truly embrace and love who you are and do that in such a special way that you'll be able to pay it forward to others. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.